Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. From high atop Hogback Mountain, we're covering the Carolinas like never before with 100,000 watts of power. The right talk. Charlie. Charlie. Welcome. This is the Charlie James Show. Now we're talking. News Talk 98.9. The voice of the Carolinas. Please welcome special guest host, Heidi Harris. Good afternoon. Always a privilege sitting in for the great Charlie James. Charlie returns on Tuesday. He's enjoying some well-deserved time off. Got Will running the board today and producing the show. How are you, buddy? Doing excellent. Doing excellent. Uh, Any big plans for a New Year's Eve weekend? Oh, what was that? I apologize. Any big? I feel like we're married. I right. talk, you don't listen. <laughs> <laughs> Any big plans for New Year's Eve weekend for you? Uh, not that I have planned. Um, yeah. So we'll see. I'm actually going to be, uh, Tim's going to take the day off on the first. So I'll okay. be doing boards for Frady and Tara. And okay. we'll have uh, Brandon uh, if anyone's familiar with him. Oh, yes, in. we love Brandon. Okay, so there'll be no late-night partying the night before is what you're saying on New Year's Eve. I got it. Okay. Yeah, probably not. Okay. All right, you don't want to be doing that and coming in and doing Tara's show. No, you right. do not. You need to get your sleep for that. Yeah. You know how it is. I know how it is. It's funny, too, because my husband and I both had the crud this Christmas. And as I mentioned many times before, I did mornings for 20 years. And so I know what it's like to do mornings. And one thing I never, ever could do is take NyQuil or something if I wasn't feeling good. You know, you can't take that when you get up at 2 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> Any Benadryl. You can't take anything that's going to make you loopy at 2 o'clock in the morning. When you take something like NyQuil, you better be able to sleep about 8 or 10 hours. you got to sleep it off, right? So there'll be no no partying, none of that stuff. You got to be up and uh, up and at them in a very early morning. Let me mention the Common Sense Retirement Planning text line. Let's get that right out there. Seventy one three zero seven seventy one three zero seven seventy one three zero seven. And I recommend put it in your phone. Put it in your phone under Charlie, under Tara, under nine eight nine Word, under Bill Frady, whatever. But have it handy so that when you have a thought that you would like to express to me or Bill or anybody. Tara or Charlie, 71307 is the number. So please say hello. And let me know, by the way, what you're doing this weekend. I can tell you that I am uh, going to stay close to home this weekend because my town is being invaded. Did I mention, did I tell you how many people are coming to my town this weekend, Will? You did not. How many people you got coming to your town? Yeah. How, four, okay, wait. But not bump. Uh, 400,000. Four. New Year's Eve weekend. Oh, yeah. yeah, I forget. You're in Vegas, you know, Greenville. We just don't got it like that. Yeah, 400. <laughs> you, just, you can laugh or cry, right? 400,000 people are expected in here by car, by plane. Uh, everybody's playing Christina Aguilera, Bruno Mars. You know, all the big acts are in town, and it's going to be, and this girl's not going anywhere near the strip. <laughs> oh, you know, and it's so funny because when, so I've told you that I, I did go to Vegas once. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And so we didn't even go during, but I mean, it's already just, there's constantly people everywhere all the time, <laughs> no matter what you're doing. Yeah. Um, yeah. 400,000 extra. That just sounds like, I yeah, hope you're, yeah, I hope you're not by the strip or downtown or any of the more populated no. areas and you can kind no, of, I'm staying back. away. I, I do have a place near me where I can see the fireworks, which are, I would put those up against anybody anywhere in the world. We do have great fireworks, but no, I will not be going down to those areas at all. Although I thought it was funny. Let me just give you an example of social media censorship. Okay. So remember when everybody had, you know, COVID was a big thing. Everyone was worried about it. We're all going to die. We're all wearing masks. We're all trying to be five feet apart, six feet apart, whatever the number, when those, of course, those numbers are all made up. We had the worst governor in the history of mankind in Nevada at that time. Thank God he got voted out. But he was just a piece of garbage and having people wear just stupid things they were doing. Okay. And then last, was it two, two years ago, they did New Year's Eve and 300,000 people at that time, they estimated 300,000. So we're in town for New Year's Eve, jammed in like sardines on the strip, because they close the strip so people can walk around in there, jammed in like sardines. So I did a little video. I do stuff. I, we used to do stuff on Rumble. I mean, on YouTube. I still do stuff on Rumble. You did stuff on YouTube and Vimeo. And I did a little video just talking about the hypo- hi, hypo- hypocrisy of the press, because they didn't say a word when the Democrat governor had 300,000 people jammed in shoulder to shoulder on the strip. Oh, but oh, COVID. Oh, yeah, forget COVID. But then when Christy Nome had all the motorcyclists there a few months prior to that, oh, my gosh, it's a super spreader event. I mean, it's the weirdest thing. It's almost like these people get some kind of a memo. I'm sure they do or some kind of an edict that comes down. Or maybe maybe it's even worse than that. Maybe they don't even see their bias. Maybe none of the people in the media even say to themselves, wow, that's a super spreader event. I mean, maybe they're just so stupid, some of them, that it doesn't cross their minds how hypocritical they're being, that this is a super spreader, but uh, when Christy Nome, yeah, okay, you get the point. And it's just, it's amazing to me how they, nobody said a word except me about it. And for that, by the way, I had that video taken down from YouTube. And I believe Vimeo took that one down. Eventually, they both shut my account down because I talked about reasons. I didn't get the shot. I wouldn't tell you not to. It's not my uh, my right. It's not my place in life to tell you to do anything, okay? But uh, I did that, and that's why they shut my account down. But they, they shut, they, they took that video down. All I did was question the fact that he was doing a super spreader event and they shut it down. I mean, this is the kind of censorship that we're all dealing with now. You can't criticize your quote unquote leaders. And how scary is that? It was interesting. I read a book a couple of years back. Uh, it's a, it was a guy who lived in Nazi Germany from the time he was about 17 and during the time. So it was the Hitler took over when he was uh, probably a teenager. So he lived through a lot of things and he would tell stories about how they'd go into a village. They just shoot a bunch of people. They just line them up against the wall and shoot them. And a lot of times other people didn't know about it or they wouldn't say anything or they wouldn't even hear it or they just didn't pay attention. Or other times there'd be something crazy going on. And all of a sudden, remember back then you didn't have the Internet, right? You had newspapers. So this guy as a young kid, young teenager would go to the store, wherever it was, to read the newspaper, 
And so there were times when things would go on and a bunch of people would get, ki- get killed or whatever happened. Hitler didn't like what was happening or the government, you know, prior to Hitler didn't like what was happening. They just wouldn't print the newspapers. They just wouldn't be available. So this is nothing new in the history of mankind, obviously. They just don't, you don't have the option to hear the truth that's happening. So it's just a reminder. But no, I won't be going near there. Not because I'm worried about germs, but because, you know. And they have it pretty buttoned down, I will tell you. They really, really do. Texture a lot on the internet is driven by the government. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. We know it is. They shut everybody down if you have a dissenting point of view. I mean, it's insane. And I see people still doing videos, and sometimes I watch YouTube. I'm not going to lie. I hate them, but I do watch it once in a while. Some people, and they have to be careful what they say. They say a certain word. They've got to practically spell it out so they don't get uh, deplatformed or whatever. I mean, how crazy is that? Now, understand that I'm not saying for a second that anybody is entitled to be on someone else's platform. I disagree with a lot of my conservative colleagues in that. Many of them have complained about YouTube or whatever else, you know, Twitter, what, you know, oh, they took down. Okay, you're not entitled to be on Twitter or YouTube or anything else. You're not. But the idea that we all need to keep in mind is that government's trying to silence anybody who has a dissenting view. And how crazy is that, that all I did is criticize, didn't call them any names, never called the governor names, none of that. But just pointing out the hypocrisy of having hundreds of thousands of people jammed in shoulder to shoulder when we were supposed to all be worried about COVID and you couldn't walk into a Circle K without having a mask on your face. (laughs) I mean, how crazy is it that you say that and someone's trying to, that anyone, anyone would try to silence that. Even the most mask-wearing people. I saw some people today on their little bicycles wearing masks as I was walking my dog. And I thought to myself, when there's an invasion, not if, when there's an invasion, they're going to pick you off first because they know who to go for, right? New Year's Eve weekend. That's crazy. 2024 can't come fast enough, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Common Sense Retirement Planning text line for any comments, please let me know. 71307-71307. I'm Heidi Harris, in for Charlie James. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.
Always a privilege sitting in for the great Charlie James. You can follow me, Heidi Harris Show, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Rumble. I'm not on YouTube because they kicked me off for actually speaking truth. And producer Will and I were talking during the break about that because he's kind of a techie guy. And we talked a little bit about Vegas because 400,000 people are converging on Vegas for New Year's Eve. And it's so interesting how that always works. And then you asked me, Will, during the break if uh, I know what DEF CON is. And yeah, I do. Well, yeah, that's, that's the, the hacker convention. Uh, right? Yup. Yeah, no, it's everything I've seen out of it is just super interesting. But I mean, it's one of those things that, from my understanding, I mean, you have not only the hackers that go, you have industry leaders because they want to know how to protect their systems. Um, right. That, and they want to hire the white hats, right, to, uh, yeah. be able to protect. It's so interesting, too, because I worked at a place at a major Las Vegas. Well, I've worked at more than one, but I worked at a major Las Vegas casino that had only been open a year or two. And they didn't want the DEF CON people there, but there were people staying in the hotel and they knew they were there. And I had a little, not a cubicle, but an office area that wasn't that you, you couldn't easily access, but it, it wasn't behind a closed door at night. And my boss made me take my computer and put it in his office. Yeah, well, <laughs> at they night. yeah they tell you to you know don't connect to any of the Wi-Fi. You know, leave. You know, don't basically don't connect to any networks. You know, leave everything, credit cards, whatever you can in the car. You know, use cash. Cause yeah, yeah, you're you're in a hodgepodge of people. Some with great intentions, some without. And, you know, yeah, you're there's certain things you can do to just not expose yourself to risk while you're there. Right. But and then look at the, you know, the hackers don't even have to be there. That's the problem. I look at this thing that happened with MGM Grand recently. Right. Where things were shut down. I actually went down to the strip to see what was going on. And I, I went to I was walking out of the hotel and I saw this this restaurant. That's a nice restaurant with a line. I must have been 50 to 100 people. I'm not exaggerating. I took a picture of it and put it on social media. People waiting in line to get into this restaurant, and there was somebody at the front of the restaurant with a clipboard at a desk. I'm not making that up now because their systems had been shut down. Now, this isn't the case now, but when they had that big hack, it was a disaster. Slot machines were shut down, and there are all kinds of things I'm sure that happened that I don't even know about, obviously, but just craziness. And it was because they, you know, called up, I guess it was the help desk and talked somebody into giving them access or a password. Or, oh, I lost my password and sweet talk. That's how the whole I, thing happened. Well, and I was going to say, and that's what I think a lot of people don't like. I think a lot of people kind of have this uh, hyped up view of like what a hacker is or what they right. do. And yeah, I mean, you can backdoor and use Metasploit or Cal. Linux or you know, know any, what those are. I don't know what those just are. Just tools for the job. But at the same time Okay, whoa, whoa, slow down. You gotta explain this to okay. me like I'm four years old. Because I'm right. sure if I don't get it, probably some other people in the audience don't. Cali Linux, what is that? So so Cali Linux is a an operating system built by oh, what are they called? Offensive researcher, offensive security. Uh, which is a research firm. So they developed, there's two variants of Linux that basically come with a lot of like hacker tools already on them. They're made for pen testing your company, whatever network, or, you know, just straight up hacking if that's, you know, what you're trying to do. Uh, but they come with different tools like Metasploit, Hashcat, 
Um, gosh, I can't think of any of the other ones. Okay, uh, so when you say when you say they come with tools, they come with tools so you can prevent hacking, or they come uh, with tools that allows hackers. Both. Um, yeah. So Metasploit, like one of the main things you would use that for is like spoofing a website, like a login page. Uh, mm -hmm. So basically, I would take like the Facebook website login page, like source code or whatever, and I would tell Metasploit, hey, spin me up a web page that looks like that so oh. I can hide a link that I'm going to send you to so that you'll click that link. And instead of going to Facebook servers and sending information to them, you're sending information to me. Okay, so you're throwing up a fake website that will that people will go to thinking oh this is good okay i'm good here yeah yeah well and that's oh, okay. that's what happens a lot of the times and that's why you know like some of the things you can do to protect yourself is anytime you're about to click on a link don't do it like there is a little url oh, that'll yeah. pop up which means just the 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 large address the www.http slash blah 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 all that comes up and you can actually see where that page is going to direct you to in the bottom left-hand corner of your screen. If it says anything other than the page you expect, don't click it. Okay, that, wait a minute. Now, I'm, this is very important and we've got to go slowly because yeah. I'm sure if I'm not understand, I'm on the computer every day. Okay, This I'm is just every savvy. day for me. So. Well, I know, but I, I'm on the computer every day and I think I'm a little tech savvy, a little bit, okay, but nothing like you are. And so if you click on a website whatever it is and you see it up there in the top in the search bar you're saying that on the where on the bottom of my computer so, should I see so it? like if you were to hover over a link um okay. yeah so if you're if you're like looking at your computer right now and this only works like this won't work for cell and i think the way you would do it is like holding it down and then you get a little context menu oh okay okay wait a minute I, okay i'm looking at one right now but this yeah yeah if you just be. hover your mouse over that and then you look okay. in the bottom left hand corner of oh. your browser you'll see where a little link pops up and that will tell you exactly where that link is going to redirect you to interesting okay so, so i'm not i'm just just to give people an example because I'm going to talk about this particular part of the country, and I just happened to look at I'm a, I looked at Realtor.com. Okay, that's the website yeah. that one of the many windows I have open right now. Okay, so when I go up there and I kind of hover over the Realtor thing, then it should it should say to I should have an idea of where it's going to send yeah, me. Yeah, it and should right, send and below you to that, Realtor. It says Realtor. Dot okay. com, then whatever site extension it has for whatever. Okay. Right. specific page you're going to this is interesting to me i i did not know this hey that's my little tech knowledge tech tip for the day okay. no that's you know that's really helpful will because i think that's how a lot of times they get in and you know we as obviously as a company because i work for odyssey also on another station in another city uh, we all have had to go through all of these videos, right? Video yep. training that they send you through. Don't do this. Don't do that. I, I got to be honest. The videos are actually well done. But, and well, <laughs> they're very well done. And they are. And the, but then the thing fun. is, is it's so easy to forget that, you know, yes. especially. I mean, especially because what happens is. Oh, somebody from engineering sent me an email. Well, that's right. not somebody from engineering. That's somebody in Indonesia somewhere <laughs> ready to right. get into your systems. Um, so right. that's that's one of the big things is, yeah, like, you know, and a lot of these tools, they're, they're not there to, yeah, there are password crackers. There are all sorts of things to help somebody get in, you know, to exploit the machine. But a lot of what happens is you're the one getting exploited. You you're the one letting them in and you just don't even realize it.
Absolutely. You know, it's so interesting, too, because there are people who th- this is all they do. I get the occasional on my Facebook, my Facebook page, Heidi Harris mm-hmm. Show Facebook page. I'll get people who will message me and they'll go, hey, how are you? And then and, I, and sometimes just a message, they'll go, hey, how, and you can tell they're hackers. I know right away right. what my listeners say to me versus these guys. Right. So the last one, he wrote something in, in it was so poorly written in English. And I said, you know, they really ought to take you through better English classes in those boiler rooms there well, in Nigeria. And I've heard you know, he got mad at me. Well, and you know what's <laughs> crazy is I've heard that a lot of that the reason that they'll they'll type these messages out so poorly is because they want to weed out the people that are smart enough to figure out, oh, this is a scam. So if you're still reading and it's just this jarbled mess, okay. they expect, all right, I can get them hook, line, and sinker. Come oh, on, interesting. You know, come okay. on with it. <laughs> okay, because this person's grammar and spelling and everything was so terrible. And yeah. I, I just told him, I said, you really ought to have, have them teach you when you're in the Nigerian boil, boiler room to uh, you know, speak better oh, English. Oh, well, it's uh, funny. Know, and they... he got, oh, what do you think? I'm a hacker. And I go, you know, bye. Oh, that's Walk. it. That's it. No, the, uh, he's not mad because you're questioning his, because that was... That did it served its purpose, but he's mad because you're on to his little game. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 crazy, and so many people have been catfished and taken advantage of, and given all their money to some. I mean, it's if, a very scary thing well, because yeah. most of us are on a computer at some time, at some point, or doing or conducting some kind of business or transaction on a computer. Not all of us, most of us. Though I don't care how old you are. You probably bought something either on Amazon or something else, and that's why it can be a disaster if you do it incorrectly. Right. Well, and that's what, you know, I think some of, yeah, sometimes these hackers, they'll cast these really big nets. But the thing that you, like um, I was talking about a video in between in the break, and, you know, one of these, this expert hacker, he comes up to this guy and he's like, you know, there's things you can do, you know, basically if a hacker wants to get you, they're going to get you. But here's the thing that you have to remember is, you know, when you're walking down the street and you see a dark alleyway, do you turn in that alleyway? There are things you can, you know, and if you turn down that alleyway and there was a mixed martial artist saying, hey, I'm going to take all your money and, you know, you don't have any weapons on you. You're probably just going to have to give that guy your money, you know, but you can do things like not turn down that dodgy alleyway, which is what we're talking about with like, don't make it that easy. Yeah. Hover over links. Make sure you know where you're going to before you actually go there. Now, speaking of dark alleys, funny, just funny, quick story. Uh, one time I was working the Billboard Awards in Vegas, just kind of doing behind the scenes stuff just because it's fun for me. And I had, you know, just pants on and tennis shoes because you're walking all day long and doing backstage stuff and it's fun. And I'm walking back up a dark alley that led to somewhere my husband was going to pick me up on the strip. (laughs) But it was a dark alley. So that's okay because I know the area. So I'm walking. And then I see this girl in these very high heels who seems to be tottering a little bit. And I went up to her and I said, listen, let me walk with you. I don't want you on the street in that vulnerable position with your high heels. Let's go toward the strip and get you some shoes. (laughs) right and it turned out of all crazy things she lives in the middle east and she does talk radio of all crazy (laughs) how weird is that right but it's the sisterhood you got to stick up for each other all right i'm late i'm heidi harris in for charlie james coming right back Good afternoon. Always a privilege sitting in for the great Charlie James. He returns on Tuesday. I hope you're uh, planning some fun stuff for New Year's Eve weekend. Although a lot of people anymore, you know, it becomes so crazy. A lot of people just say, you know, I'm just going to stay home and behave myself and not get any trouble. And I can understand that. Let me know if you've got big plans or 
What you doing this weekend? Common Sense Retirement Planning text lines always open 71307, 71307. Uh, I came across this story this morning and I had to laugh about this. There's a place in Idaho. I had to look it up. I've been to Idaho, but it's been a while. And this place is called Eagle, Idaho. Eagle, Idaho. And I looked it up and it to get a three and two, it's about $700,000. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even making that up. $700,000 to get a three and two. It looks like it's a beautiful place. They have a lot of little ponds and things like that around, maybe some lakes, I'm sure. But anyway, now here's why I'm mentioning it, because this is a problem the upstate has too, and the Carolinas in general. Same problem they have. People moving from California. Now, I don't hate Californias. My mom lives in California. I have a lot of friends in California who are legitimate conservatives. That be and, not, and listen, I've got friends who are liberal too. I'm not going to hate you because you vote differently than I do. It's got to be something else we have in common. But what's happened, we've seen it happen all over the place. You know, Tennessee's dealt with this. A lot of people moving to Nashville, Florida, South Dakota, all kinds of places because they see how much freedom the residents of those states had during COVID. And they went, oh, and California's too expensive. I think I'll move to South Dakota. We'll see how many winters they last there. But okay, beautiful state or Florida or wherever else, right? But here's the problem. We all know what happens. Sometimes these people are liberals and they don't understand how it was that the state they lived in became so unlivable, right? They don't get it. And they want to replicate the same bad policies that they left. We know that about liberals, okay? But here's the crazy thing. Apparently Eagle Idaho, according to the LA Times, has seen an influx of retired cops and firefighters moving to town with their big pensions, and a lot of them get very big pensions, but apparently they identify as conservative. But according to the people in Idaho, they seem practically socialist to the old guard with their large pensions. Now, I'm not gonna hate on you if you have a pension. It doesn't mean you're a socialist, in my opinion. It doesn't mean you're a socialist or anything like that, okay? If you happen to be somebody who at 22, 25, whatever, became a cop, a firefighter, some other job that gets you a pension, even if it's a taxpayer's expense, I don't think I should have to pay into it, but that's the deal you made, okay? And that horse has left the barn. So if that's what you did, and a lot of these people don't get Social Security, this is all they get because that's what they were you know, told when they got the job. Okay, I understand. My only problem with this is if these pension funds all go bankrupt, which they will sooner or later, and they're already having problems, I don't want you coming back to the taxpayers for more money. Because I don't want to have to pay another dime into the retirement of anybody. Okay, I got to focus on my own. Thank you very much. But that being said, two California transplants recently squared off in the mayor's race for Eagle, Idaho. Okay. And the issue between the two was who was the least Californian? Listen to this. Former Eagle, Idaho mayor Jason Pierce arrived in Idaho more than 20 years ago with no public pension and lost an election to a more recent arrival with a six-figure California fire captain's pension. He told the, the, the folks there, he said it was ludicrous that the new residents called themselves Republicans. I think this is fascinating because, you know, some of these people, oh, I'm a conservative. Are you really? And here's why he says this. And I thought this was a very interesting take. He said, you find a lot of Californians who move here who don't realize how much liberal baggage they're bringing with them. Once again, we're talking the Carolinas, we're talking California, Florida, anywhere where Californians have flocked, okay? Nevada obviously has been destroyed by this kind of thinking. We already know that. 
and uh, Utah is probably close behind. And I have some friends who live up in Maine, and they say their state's being destroyed by people who move from Massachusetts to save money, and they move up to Maine, and they want to bring their same crap with them, right? Now, what I'm talking about is he says he doesn't understand how Californians with pensions that exceed what working people make in Idaho, how they can move to the state and call themselves conservative. Now, here's the difference, though. Once again, I'm not hating on you if you made a deal and at 22 or whatever, you became a cop, firefighter, whatever. Okay, put that aside. Here's what he's talking about. He said they want to give the same kind of benefits to offer officers and state employees here. Ding, 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 ding. That's the difference. Once again, like I said, they want to replicate what they left. They'll move to, from California to Nevada, and all of a sudden they go, oh, we don't want people to smoke anywhere, <laughs> or whatever it might be, okay? You know, smoking in public, I, I don't smoke. I'm not around people who smoke, but if you go to a casino, people are going to smoke, get over it, okay? So I feel about it, but that's been a huge uh, factor in them trying to eliminate smoking a lot of places. So there are a lot of things they want to put in place, okay? But he says you, they want to give the same kind of benefits to officers and state employees here. Now, that's a problem because if you run for mayor in Idaho and now you want to give the cops and firefighters all the benefits and pension they had in California, whoa, now you're the mayor. You potentially could have an impact on that, right? That's what they don't want to happen. And that's a big deal. And so this former mayor of Eagle, Idaho, was speaking to the L.A. Times. He said, it's like, wait a minute. You literally created a huge deficit in California, and now you want to do the same thing here. Now, it's been a while since I looked it up, but when I worked in Los Angeles and did radio in Los Angeles, which was about 10 years ago, I looked it up, and at that time, the CalPERS, which is what they call it there, CalPERS had over 500,000 people who were already on CalPERS getting the money, no longer working, half a million people. You tell me how sustainable that is. What the number is now, I can only guess. And then they take their money and they leave the state. So the state doesn't even benefit from the taxes or from you spending any money anywhere. I know you're gone. Fascinating. I'll tell you a little bit more of what the former mayor of Idaho had to say. And it's not just Idaho. It's anywhere that Californians come and suddenly destroy the, the thinking or try to destroy it by infecting it with their thinking. And once again, not hating on all Californians, but this former mayor of Eagle, Idaho, made some really good points. I'll tell you what else he had to say. Coming up, I'm Heidi Harris in for Charlie James. Always a privilege sitting in for Charlie James. You can follow me, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Rumble, Heidi Harris Show, Heidi Harris Show, Heidi Harris Show. Common Sense Retirement Planning text line is open 71307. I'm talking about a story I saw today in Fox News uh, involving a town in Idaho by the name of Eagle. And I had to look it up because I've been to Idaho. I didn't know that town. Beautiful place if you can afford 700000 for a three-bedroom, two-bath house. Okay, great. Okay, fine. Uh, but it's not about Eagle, Idaho. It's about the Carolinas. It's about Florida. It's about South Dakota. It's about any place, certainly Nevada, any place Californians move to with their liberal thinking. And unfortunately, I mean, there are conservatives who leave California because they can't stand it anymore. I get it. But there are liberals. But here's the interesting point. There are people in Eagle, Idaho, complaining that these cops and firefighters with these big pensions they claim to be conservative, 
But here's what they're saying. And this was so interesting to me. He said, they come here, he said, and then they start to have, you know, they want big pensions for the cops and firefighters here. They want to run for mayor. And all of a sudden they want to give them all these freebies or, you know, extra bonuses, right? He said, Californians have been programmed in a way that they think they're conservative. Then they move to a place like Eagle, Idaho, and they start asking for the same things government was providing them in California. He said, honestly, they don't even realize what they're doing. But you have to go, kind of go, wait a minute, don't, do you want your taxes to go up? Oh, and this is what they say. Oh, I'd be willing to pay a little bit more. And he's like, wait a minute, you just left all this. See, this is the point. And this is what's happened in Nevada. This is what's happening in the Carolinas and Florida. And by the way, weigh in, like I said, common sense retirement planning text line 71307. This is what's happening. These people are coming in. They think they call themselves conservative. Why? Because you voted for Trump? But meanwhile, they want to have all the benefits, all the whatever that tax dollars had to spend. I just saw something today. California's uh, going back into session because they have their, unfortunately, their legislature meets all year long, going back in in January. It's $68 billion deficit. I don't want to spend a lot of time on California, okay? But we get what the situation is, okay? So they call themselves conservative, and then they go, no, but I want my buddies, my other firefighter buddies here in Eagle, Idaho, to get $100,000 pensions. And I'll, well, well, hold on a minute. Hold on. And I've had people tell me that in Nevada who moved from California, and they say, well, I don't mind paying a little bit more. Oh, really? Well, that's how the frog gets boiled. A little bit more, a little bit more, a little bit more. Right? Oh, brother. Brad Pike is the mayor-elect of Eagle who won a December 6th runoff by 10, vo- 10 points, moved to Idaho with a $123,000 pension. And he said he's been a Republican for 41 years and could finally exhale when he moved to Idaho and relax and enjoy my life. He said, I'm not ashamed to say that I brought my CalPERS pension to Idaho. Fine. I'm not either. No one's hating on you because you get a pension. Okay. I don't like the fact that taxpayers, depending on which state you live in, taxpayers shouldn't have to pay into that one cent as far as I'm concerned. They shouldn't. We shouldn't have to. But I'm not hating on you if you get it. That doesn't make you, I know plenty of people who are conservative who get the pensions. But he said, I came here looking for anything that's not the liberal, socialistic view of the government in California. Well, let's hope so. Let's hope you stand by that. And that's the question, isn't it? But I found this fascinating that you call yourself a conservative and then you come to a state and you go, well, just because you vote Republican. Yeah, but I want my buddies to have the, the stuff. And if you become mayor and then you start giving all these firefighters and cops the pensions they had in California, then they're going to keep voting you in. The unions for the cops and the firefighters are going to keep voting you in. And pretty soon nobody can afford to live in Idaho either because they can't afford to pay all the stuff. And like I said before, when these pensions go dry, and a lot of them are mismanaged to say the least, I remember having somebody on in Vegas when I was doing, well, doing my show there, and, and she was from the PERS, and she said, oh, we get 7 or 8%. I said, if you get 7 or 8% consistently, you can manage my money. <laughs> and of course it wasn't true. And so when these pension funds go dry because they're not managed correctly, don't come crying to me. I'm not pitting out more money for that. No, 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 no. Talk to the people who handled your pension fund. Texture. Hey, Heidi, I grew up in just outside of Boise and Meridian. I knew the town of Eagle very well. There's always been a California problem. When I grew up in the 90s, eight, nine out of 10 people were moving there from California. Then you saw in the 90s, things really start to change. It's definitely a purple state with a red hue to it. Mm-hmm. 
And much like Washington State, how Seattle politics runs runs the whole state. Right, exactly right. Boise is starting to be that way with its bluish color. That's what happens. You know, you can say all, all the rural areas of the state are conservative. That's how Missouri is. And then you get to St. Louis and it's like, oh boy, you know, it gets a bad rap. Missouri is a beautiful state. And you go to the Lake of the Ozarks, got a lot of conservative people there. But you go to St. Louis and it's all liberal. Well, a lot of these people are the ones making this, the decisions. And in Jeff City, places like that, that's what happens. You can all be conservative except the, <laughs> the lawmakers somehow are liberal. That's what screws you up. But anyway, something to be aware of. And certainly the Carolinas know that. That's for sure. I'm Heidi Harris in for Charlie James. Follow me, Heidi Harris Show, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Uh, Rumble also. Common Sense Retirement Planning text line. Did I say Heidi Harris Show? Yeah, Heidi Harris Show, Heidi Harris Show, Heidi Harris Show. Common Sense Retirement Planning text line is 71307. I'll get back to the text line and much more coming up. I'm in for Charlie James. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.